0: Welcome to Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo on Listen Up Talk Radio. Brought to you by Holy Chuck Burgers. Holy Chuck, our business is Burgers. And by Maxwell's Clothiers, exclusive men's and ladies' custom tailors. Our philosophy is simple to let the garment do the talking.
1: We're here with Eric Radford, Battle of the Blade Season 5. Eric, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you so much. So excited to be here.
1: Well, I really wanted to actually get into your charity as well, because it's something that I'm near and dear to. So you're a back-to-back world champion, uh, and you're skating for EGAL. Um, So basically, you're here to uh, support and empower the LGBTQ community. Uh, And I want to ask you why that's uh, something that you're near and dear to your heart, um, and be able to see uh, what difference you want to make in the show.
0: Well, as a gay man, you know my story of kind of growing up in a small town as a figure skater. Um, you know, I had a lot of difficulties with bullying um, through my career, a lot of my early career, and um, you know this this uh, agency does so such great work uh, in the community, helping the youth specifically. Um, I did a panel discussion uh, in Toronto during Pride, and one of the directors was there and was just talking about the work she does. It just resonated with me so strongly. Um, I was very lucky that when I came out, I had family and friends that supported me and like loved me through it all, and it's not like that. All the time, and there's a lot of uh, youth that can end up on the streets because they have nowhere to go after you know coming out to their parents. And Gal does uh, a lot of work bringing them in and you know supporting them through those difficult times.
1: What do you think as far as a shift in paradigm and thinking um, for including people, regardless of? gender, sexuality, race, uh, so that we all communicate to each other as souls who are having a human experience versus humans who have souls, um, so that the conversation creates allies for people like yourself to not be bullied, uh, for kids growing up to actually learn life skills that gives them the ability to move past these conversations. How do we build allies amongst straight people, for example?
0: I think the key to changing... The social dynamic and awareness, and um, just the social uh, like thought on uh, homosexuality and indifference in general, is education. Yeah. People are afraid of what they don't know about, and I mean, I can feel it myself. If I'm, you know, approaching a situation or there's a topic that I don't know a lot about that might be intimidating, I can feel that sort of resistance and, uh, you know, inside myself. So I can imagine for. You know, whether it's somebody from a different religion who, or a family that has moved from a different country, or somebody who hasn't had a lot of exposure to uh, the LGBT community in a small community in Canada, what they don't know about is going to make them feel uncomfortable. So, to make, have an open discussion and to educate them, and to have, uh, you know, just show everybody that it's not something to be afraid of, um, that we're just, just people. like you, or just yeah, people, people, and uh, I think that um, I, think I, I see a lot more discussion around it happening and I can feel a wave of change across the country um, when it comes to people being more accepting and um, becoming more educated about it as well.
1: Um, so you're skating for a gal, um, what are your hashtags that we can follow you, you've got a wild seven weeks ahead of you right now as well, uh, and before we go really quickly who do you want to acknowledge?
0: Um, well, hashtags would be hashtag Team Kessford. That's me and Amanda's hashtag. I'm uh, at Eric radford 85 on Instagram and at RAD85E on uh, Twitter. Um, I just want to acknowledge, you know, everybody across Canada. I hope that, that they tune in and they see the show. There's a great energy around this show. And um, I just want to give a shout-out to any uh, young LGBT athletes or youth out there that might be struggling. Um you know, I've, uh, I've been there, I've been through it, and I just want to let you know that it does get better and it's going to be okay.
1: Thank you, Eric Radford.
0: Thank you. And now back to Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo to find out what exactly is on Chuck's mind.
1: Welcome back to the show. We're profiling Eric Radford's uh, charity called EGAL Canada, and we have Helen Kennedy, who's the executive director for EGAL on the phone. Helen, are you there?
2: I am. Hi. Lovely to meet everyone. Hello.
1: Well, Helen, thanks a lot for taking the time to speak to us today.
2: Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure.
1: So one of the things that we want to do on the podcast here is to raise more awareness for um, for Eric's charity, which is EGAL Canada. So I just wanted to give you a little bit of a, a chance just to speak to what EGAL Canada does and what it stands for and what your mission is to help support people.
2: Sure. So we've been around for over 30 years. Uh, We were initially uh, very engaged in litigation, taking 13 cases to the Supreme Court of Canada to advance um, equal rights and equality, equity rights for the LGBTQI2S community. Um, And then since marriage, we've been uh, focused a lot more on research, frontline service for homeless youth uh, and doing education and training around inclusivity of LGBTI people in sport, for example, So we have a broad mandate and uh, one that I'm really delighted that Eric has uh, picked up on and is supporting.
1: Yeah, and you've got a great advocate for you, um, you know, in Eric Radford as well, because obviously his story is just uh, really, really touching. And I wanted to actually create a segue to speak to that. Obviously, Eric chose EGAL Canada. He's got a connection, but I just wanted to have you speak to what that connection is.
2: Yeah, I mean, Eric uh, is well-known Um, to our community and and within our community and and we're incredibly proud of what he has achieved and what he continues to achieve um, as an out gay man. And so Eric and I were on um, a Canadian Olympic Committee panel during Pride Month earlier this year in June and we really got to uh, discuss some of the issues that were impactful um, not only to him personally but more broadly to our community and what it really means to be uh, a sports, a professional sports uh, person in Canada, but also what it means to be an LGBTI people more person, more broadly in Canada.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and, and obviously there's a story that goes along with each one of those. And one of the things that you know I personally believe is that we're all souls having a human experience. Uh, which is devoid of religion, sexuality, or gender. And when we can really reach out to people as souls, as opposed to the identity that we think is trapped inside of our human suit, um, I think that we can connect much further without the biases that we actually have inside of these stories.
2: Yeah, and I think, you know, ultimately that is the goal. However, on on the path to that goal, the journey to that goal, uh, there's some real hardships that our members of our community face. We know that hate crimes in Canada against the LGBT community are the most violent of any hate crime that occurs in the country. They're on the rise. They're not decreasing. We know that the bullying in our school system um, is very high amongst our LGBT um, students. We know that the, the phys ed change room is probably the most unsafe for LGBTI athletes in our school system. So whilst we want to ensure that we treat people with respect and, and um, we want to break down these barriers uh, around sexual orientation and gender identity, unfortunately, the biases still exist, and they're very, very prevalent, especially amongst our, our uh, younger populations.
1: One of the questions that I always keep asking myself is, how can we create allies to, you know, make a bigger difference? And you know, one becomes two, two becomes four, four becomes eight, eight becomes sixteen, and so on, so that we we can create exponential growth inside of what an ally looks like for the LGBT community yeah, moving and forward? A, and how, how would they, that look?
2: That's a great question. And allies are so important. They're integral to changing the culture around inclusivity um, in our society. And to have allies and to work with our allies, I think more broadly people want to be allies, but they're afraid because they're afraid of making a mistake. So we, the LGBT community, I think, has... Um, a role to play here in allowing people to make mistakes and and giving them permission to educate and to to encourage folks how to be an ally you know if you if you don't know then you need to ask but you have to you have to feel safe to ask that uncomfortable question. And so creating allies will definitely shift the culture uh, and also education uh, throughout our our school system, I think, is crucial to creating that world that you very rightly um, allude to um, is basic human rights for everybody.
1: And I love it. And I I think we need more of that conversation in our world um, so that way we can shift that paradigm of... um, of past thinking about uh, identity politics that go with gender, that go with race. I mean, it's not just a one-horse pony. It's, it's a member of every single marginalized person that walks through life uh, getting bullied and, and having experiences that create trauma that we just don't need in life.
2: Exactly, exactly. And, and if you look at the sports world here in Canada today, you can see just by virtue of the fact of, of how many um, people are not out how many, you, you there, there are, where, who are they? Where are they? You know, whether it be in professional sport or amateur sport, um, people don't feel safe to come out, and, and they don't feel safe to come out because we haven't created that culture of inclusivity and broken down those stereotypical barriers around gender and sexual orientation. So we still have a lot of work to do, even though, you know, we live in a great country. Um we still have a ton of work to do in this area.
1: And I think one of the things I'm very fortunate about is I have a podcast called My Champion. Which, uh, we will be following up this year with Brian Burke and Braden Holpe, who are absolutely two wonderful human beings who are raising more awareness for, um, for, for gender biases, for sexuality biases, uh, whether it be right to play, uh, you can play, uh, or whether it be um, any sort of e- equal rights that we're all looking for inside of human beings moving forward with this as well. So I'm really excited about that change that's about to come.
2: Good for you. I mean, the more we can have these conversations in public arenas, uh, I think the better chance we have of breaking down some of these um, stereotypical homophobic, transphobic barriers.
1: Absolutely. Now, moving forward, what we need to do right now is we need to create a safe zone for Eric Radford. So he's skating for EGAL Canada. If you can go on to cbc.ca backslash battle vote you can vote for him every single day from thursday to tuesday to keep him skating the longer he keeps skating the more awareness that we can create for Egal canada Um, and so get up there and vote and watch uh cbc live every thursday 8 p.m eastern standard time
2: fantastic yes vote for eric keep him in the game (laughs) that's uh that's what this is all about for sure
1: helen kennedy thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us today
2: oh my pleasure thank you for having us on
0: Chuck's World of Infinite Mojo is produced by podcastexpert.ca. Brought to you by Holy Chuck Burgers. Holy Chuck. Our business is burgers. And by Maxwell's Clothiers, exclusive men's and ladies' custom tailors. Our
2: philosophy is simple, to let the garment do the talking.